Welcome everyone to a very special edition of Dining on a Dime. We are here with Ray Sheehan. He is the Barbecue Buddha. Uh, www.bbqbuddha.com. I want Ray to just start the show by talking about your business. Go ahead, Ray. Hey, well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, Barbecue Buddha started back in 2015, and they are, you know, we have a line of all-natural barbecue sauces and seasonings. Um, we don't use any kind of uh, bad fillers, no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, anything like that. Uh, they're popular on the competition trail and uh, with backyard barbecuers as well. And barbecuebuddha.com. Alright, we're going to start by introducing the panel. Brian, say hello. My name is Brian Garrett. How you guys doing today? Great. And, and Jim Hassan, the Growmaster at Grubhouse Philly inside the Borst Building. He's with us. John Cole, the master of all food trucks. He's with us. I am. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm still a little bit of a food coma because, full disclosure, we ate before we started. Yes, we did. Yes, we I don't did. know how sharp this was. Maybe we should not have done uh, that. I'll tell you what, we're, we're outside in a beautiful backyard with Ray's wonderful food. That chicken was some of the best I've ever had. Jim and I were just saying that, that yeah. this is exactly, we have a perfect day today. If you guys are listening to this six months from now, uh, who can believe it's, it's early March? It's yeah, March. right. It's early March. We got like a 65, 70 degree day. It's sunny. We're out here on Ray's deck having award-winning barbecue and cheer wine. Which, yes, which, which I all... haven't seen. I'd love to hear more about cheer wine. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> That's our next show. <laughs> Distinctly Southern. <laughs> and? And Amaris Pollock, who is a food fo photojournalist, and I am also a freelance writer. All right, let's, let, let's dig deep, Ray. Talk about these wonderful sauces that people can get on barbecuebuddha.com. I loved immensely the Mem memphis sauce you said the memphis mop that's wow that's our award winner i mean uh, all of those products have won some kind of an award uh, but the memphis has won more than all of my products combined that blew my socks off yeah. kevin was doing it like shots i, I couldn't <laughs> believe it it's and sweet and smoky it's so it's, great it has a nice tangy finish but it's actually low in sugar uh, a lot of the commercial bo commercially bottled sauces have upwards of you know maybe 18 grams of sugar and my Memphis sauce only has nine. Wow. So, you know, um, and, and I only use premium ingredients. No, Like I said, no filler. So what you're tasting is the premium ingredients, and they're all natural. Wow. Well, one of the things I learned is there's, in barbecue sauce is, and I've judged a few competitions, there's good sweet and there's bad sweet. And not to bash anyone, but bad sweet is when you get like a bottle of corn syrup <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? With a little bit of seasonings in it. Thankfully, Ray is giving people like the real deal. There's no, you know what I mean? And, and, and I know it sounds like, oh, you know, you're a foodie show. You're being foodie. No, come on, man. You're going to go to your supermarket and pull something off the shelf, right? You're going to go to your Walmart and pull that 99 cent barbecue sauce. I, I got to be honest with you. That you're not getting barbecue sauce. You're getting corn syrup <laughs> and some flavorings, sure. maybe some liquid smoke. If you, if you care enough about your food that you're going to buy some meat, you're going to buy some whatever, and you're going to invite your family over, why are you going to put that horrible barbecue sauce on it? Why are you going to put that dollar store dry rub on it? And let's be honest, man, it's just old powder. Go find someone. We've had a lot of barbecue yes. people. We've been blessed. We've had top, top barbecue, barbecue in Jersey on our show. Knock on wood. 
this ranks right there at the top with the rest of these guys. The products, as Ray said, are all natural. Um, I don't have a ton of... General rule of thumb, if you can't pronounce it, it shouldn't be in your food. <laughs> right. That's a great point, too, to bring up. that You could cook your meat to perfection, do everything right by the best cuts of meat, and if you put some slop on it, it doesn't yeah. matter what you did. And, and I understand, you know, the celebrity chefs, everybody's got something out there now. It can be a little bit hard. I like to think that's why people listen to our show, because we can sort of cut through that noise. I mean, the last time, I am not a big supermarket guy. Full disclosure, I've said this a lot of times. I'm not a big supermarket guy. I worked in the industry where I was able to just kind of bring my own food home, farmer's markets, places like that. I eat out a lot, as people know. But recently, I was in a mega mart, as Alton Brown calls it. And I was stunned at the entire wall of barbecue sauces they had. And it was all celebrity stuff. Yeah. It was somebody you see on TV. You know, they've got a brand. They've got bills to pay. they got to keep these things going. And then I look in the back. And the first ingredient, invariably, is, you know, corn syrup or some other liquid chemical sugar. and this Caramel and color. Caramel color. And then way down at the bottom, the stuff I'm looking for. You know, essence of molasses. What does that mean? You know, seven grains of, of paprika. Yeah. Really? For 99 cents? Sodium benzoate. So, yeah. No, you no, know. no. I, I'm looking at the back of some of Ray's rubs and stuff like that. Yeah, I did find those results. <laughs> We're live. We're live. We are live. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, it's just a better product. And what I love is that I loved the Mes Memphis uh, Mop Barbecue Sauce. Didn't look at my notes. Uh, talk about the <laughs> award it won. Well, it, it's won many awards. And, and let me just say this. From, from my background in the natural food world, because that's where I've always worked with food. But for a number of years, uh, I was a food service director for a natural food uh, market. And, you know, it really taught me a lot about how to create products that didn't have... Uh, all of these things, like we said, the caramel color or the sodium benzoate as a preservative, because we wanted to have the natural ingredients and the great taste of them. So, you know, that speaks to the awards, um, being able to win these awards against products that are loaded, so to speak, with products that are not. Yeah. You know, to be able to beat them at the American Royal Best Sauce on the Planet contest, my Memphis Mop barbecue sauce got that. second place. Yeah, I'm going to stress Best Sauce on the Planet. Best. I mean, listen, I take that with a grain of salt. I'm very grateful uh, to have won the awards. I didn't even know you could win barbecue sauce awards. To be honest <laughs> with you, you know, if you asked me five years ago, did you think you'd win an award for making barbecue sauce? I would have been like, I didn't even know they had awards. <laughs> but to win, you know, at the American Royal or uh, the uh, National Barbecue Association's Awards of Excellence. We got first place there against major brands. You know, major brands, guys that are like, you know, ingrained in the barbecue culture. You know, you read, you know, who won first place, Memphis Mop, and then all these other ones. I'm like, I'm fl I was floored. And so that makes me think, you know, uh, it's this is a product I really want to share with people just because I think it's so delicious. You know, it's great to win an award, but the proof is in the pudding. When people actually try it and tell you that it's good and that they use it because it's got ingredients that, you know, they can pronounce and they feel good about giving it to their family. Well, that's why I started it, because right. I wanted to create a product that I felt good giving to my family. So four years ago, I was in Tampa, Florida, which is a big food truck hotbed. 
and almost every week of the year they will have like a different sort of event theme. And the weekend I was down there, it was their barbecue Grand Prix. Um, and it's outlaw, it's not, you know, Kansas City Barbecue Society certified, it's just people doing barbecue and selling their barbecue products. And I looked at the top five winners, and I'm not going to mention anyone or like single anyone out, but every one of those sauces, I'm reading the back of the bottle, and the back of the bottle looks like an eye chart, and I can't seem to discern <laughs> yeah, any right. words. I was just handed, Brian just handed me a bottle of this sauce, and I'm not going to read the whole list or whatever, and I'm certainly not giving away, you know, Ray's secrets or anything, because I'd really rather you pay Ray than just try to figure this out. But I pull this off, and the first thing I see is ketchup, sugar, salt, onion powder, etc. Further down the list, sugar, garlic, like real food. Yeah, things I absolutely (laughs) recognize. You know, there's, you know, I don't see anything that I can't figure out in here. And I understand people are like, oh, you know, yeah, but it's so easy. It's 99 cents. Okay. Well, you know, if Jim pointed out too, what are you going to put that on? You know what I mean? Are you going to put that on, you know, you bought $40 worth of meat, chicken, beef, whatever, and you're going to put 99 cent barbecue (coughs) sauce on that? That's a great point. That's sort of, that, that doesn't make sense to me. I would almost say I would put that kind of terrible product on like a hot dog. Like a skinless, you know, boiler bag hot dog. Well, you know, I got to get some flavor in there, and it's not really worth too much. And that's a great point because people spend so much money on the meat, but they'll use dollar store sauce. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And right. it's all about making choices. Right. You know, you can get you know the large gallon for a dollar ninety eight of of barbecue sauce yeah. and glaze and whatever. And one of my first jobs, I worked at a chicken place, a fried chicken place, and their barbecue sauce was like. It was like that. It was like this ginormous jug that the guy went to, you know, whatever grocery store and got for super cheap. So it's all about choices. You know, you don't have to buy everything organic, but you should at least be able to pronounce the things that are in your food. Absolutely. And I'm looking down. I'm laughing because I'm going down because there's so many awards. I mean, it's amazing. And I want to talk about all the sauces because people can buy them on your website. Well, I've known Ray for a while before you start the list, I'm going to take the rest of the show. <laughs> I met Ray through social media, and how it first came to my attention was almost every other weekend he's pulling out, oh yeah, I won this award, I won that award, and I keep noticing this guy is winning and winning and winning and winning and winning. And you know, we've had a great online relationship, it was finally great, I got to meet him today, but this has been going on for years. This isn't like, oh, he's won two awards and he won one. This has been going on. I think the first award that he won, I was still doing Two Chicks and a Chef. Oh, wow. And that's got to be five-ish we're coming years. Up on, we're coming up on five years in May of, yeah. being, of being in business. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a consistent... We've talked about this in any aspect of this business. Consistency is key. I don't care if it's barbecue. I don't care if it's sushi. I don't care if it's a bar. I don't care what it is. If you can be consistent for an extended period of time... That speaks volumes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I want to delve into is we'll talk about the great book where people can get your recipes. But I just want to continue. Kansas City Barbecue Sauce. Our, our Kansas City Barbecue Sauce is sweet and smoky. And uh, actually had that best sauce on the planet contest. I think we finished like 11th out of 100 and, I don't know, 34 or 40 <laughs> sauces. That is impressive. Which... To me, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, I'm reading the list of all the other sauces, 
and I'm very humbled yeah. um, that in Kansas City, I'm from Jersey, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> let's just let's just clarify that. Like, I don't. I've never lived in Kansas City. I came up with, uh, you know, a sauce that I could believe in, that was a great representation, and all natural. And again, very humbled to to win awards for that. Um, but it's more of a sauce that you would be more of a traditional Hickory style sauce that you would expect. Right. You know, Donald versus Trump the congratulated members. him in the state of Kansas. <laughs> the guy from Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's give Jim Hassan is a very renowned chef in the city. He works at Grubhouse Philly. Uh, Jim, what do you, what do you think about the sauces? Oh, the sauces ever? were amazing. Like and, and like I said, um, the, the the meat itself was good, but once you get that sauce on it and Kicks it's it the up. right sauce and he knows what sauce to put on what that's that's super important and did you get what sauce did you try to method i tried them well i tried them all oh wow yeah. and what what do you think would be a great pairing um I, I i like well the memphis um i thought went with the um the chicken with the, oh, the pimento yeah that was that's what yeah, i thought the chicken with the pimento just because you know pimento is southern i said the same thing and, and ray made us some unbelievable food i'm sure they're in your book we'll talk about your book in a few minutes i'm going to just uh, explain to everybody what they can purchase from an award-winning uh you know uh, uh, sauce guy uh, at uh, bbq buddha.com no no religious affiliation right? no, <laughs> actually no uh, we say uh the way the name came about was i actually had a different name that i was going to trademark and when I went to get the trademark, it was taken. Yeah. So I was like, wow, I really had to sit and think and meditate on what do I want to call my business? And, uh, you know, it was like, you know, I, this is like barbecue is my zen. It's yeah. my getaway. It's, you know, uh, so barbecue Buddha is the, the, the Buddha part of it is like we're saying Buddha is a wise old sage who's very knowledgeable. And if... And we know a lot about barbecue, so if you use our products, you will too. I think of all the gods, Buddha looks like he would enjoy barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Buddha like looks the, like he ate a lot of barbecue. <laughs> That's why I'm super say, glad yeah. somebody else is the Buddha today, because literally my entire life has been, oh, whatever it's been, sushi Buddha. Like you know, I'm just like a round guy. Right, yeah. But That's it's like it a is. metaphor, it's, right? It's like a metaphor. It's yes, not it's a not a, it's not a religious thing. Right. Yeah, but it shows a thoughtfulness that. Is also reflected in the food, right? Sure. There's a lot There's of like thought and care that went into developing the products, right? You just didn't it's throw our daily it mantra right. to to come up with uh, you know uh, great tasting, uh, authentic food products. Now, here's what I love about your website: not only can you get these fantastic sauces, talk about the seasonings, the rubs. Well, the seasonings I have one that's called a Zen steak rub, and that's uh, like a salt and pepper base with garlic. And um, it, it has, it's peppery and infused with herbs. So I have a lot of people that use that, yes, on steak and ribs, uh, like, like beef ribs, like we tried today, um, and on roasts like brisket. Um, and it, it's, it's built to stand up to a big piece of meat, like a, a beef tenderloin. Yeah, you had the Fred Flintstone stuff going on today. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, with a rub, you can, you know, it's your baseline for, for barbecuing because you can rub on, you know, your spices and then let it sit and have it infuse it and then add on your sauces. Right. 
And, and the other one, the belly rub, that's a low-sodium, all-purpose seasoning. See, I need that. It's very savory. Uh, it's good on pork, chicken. It just won 10th place uh, seafood uh, rub for the uh, Barbecue News magazine's uh, Rubs of Honor. Wow. Um, so it, that one's pretty versatile. Uh, but like I said, it is lower in sodium. Yeah, so these work well together on a, on a burger, on a roast, on a brisket. When it's I do good competitions, that you have that I put them together because the guys like me need low sodium. You know, seriously. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, for heart, people that have heart issues, like people me. are trying to watch the salt. Absolutely. And I see here that you competed in World Food Championships. That's got to be fun. I did. Uh, we went down to uh, uh, down to the the Gulf Shores, down to Orange Beach, Alabama. Uh, we drove down so we could stop at like every barbecue shack that we found <laughs> along the way. Not a smart, you know, research yeah. and development. Uh, yeah, that's uh, smart. And that's we ate some really terrific barbecue. And um, I competed in the seafood category, twenty uh, first in the world of seafood. I think know. about that. The world of you the world. I, mean? I was the that's only, amazing. and I was like a single member team. Like there's people I had three, four people on our team. It was just me. Wow. And my son was like yelling. Because I was taking pictures of the food before I turned it in. Right. And he's like, you're going to miss it. We didn't come all this way. You know, he's like 11. You know, he's like, you're going to yeah, miss it. I mean, people who listen to this show, we've kind of dialed them into barbecue culture yeah. a little bit. You're assigned with time, in time uh, turn-in times. Boxes have to look a certain way. Oh, yeah. You know, this isn't like, um, you know, people listening to this that follow me on social media, they know I've done, like, food truck tasting competitions where I just walk down the line. And I try this, try this, great. And no, this is a much more uh, precise scientific method of, of, of a level playing field. Also, when he says world championship, this isn't like like hyperbole, like it's seven or eight local guys and they're calling you to world championship. People come from Europe, people come from South America, people come from Asia, Canada, to try to kind of win these awards. There's just a lot of prestige here. Yeah, I mean, I had to win a competition to get into this competition. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, people, and, and so did everyone else. So people are, like, like John said, they're really coming, you know, from all over the world. I mean, there was teams from everywhere, you know, uh, at, at, at this place. But So my background has been with food. I went to culinary school. I apprenticed. I worked for free. I had a, a job as a baker, and I would go in the morning from 4 a.m. until noon, and then I would work at a restaurant for free just so I could learn. Wow. And the restaurant that I worked at was in Gourmet Magazine's Top Tables issue constantly. So I was like, yeah, I'll work for free. Just show me. And they gave me, like, you know, the worst jo- like the worst jobs because you know you have to earn your way in it's the kitchen. It's the strength of the restaurant industry: free labor. Right? They were like free. Yeah, you're in. You know, but you know, you, you got to learn your knife cuts, your sauce making. So when I was learning about sauce making, you know, back in the day, I never knew that I was going to have a sauce business. The guy that owned the restaurant had a smoker out back, and that was the first time I had seen anyone in in any place, you know, with a professional smoker. Oh, wow. You know, so it was a really unique experience. You know. That is fantastic, Amherst. Um, so, is that where you actually learned the smoke, the how to use the smoker? Um, as far as learning how to use a professional smoker, that was my first experience of learning how to do it. What got me interested in smoked foods? Uh, I used to spend the summers at my grandfather's uh, farm in Puerto Rico, and uh, not every summer, but you know, a few summers, and he would always do out you know, cooking over an open fire. So that was the first time that I really was like, wow, this is, you know, he's picking mangoes off the tree and we're eating them and bananas. And 
wow. you know, cooking the eggs from the chickens and slaughtering a pig and cooking everything over an open fire. So that was the the initial like outdoor cooking, you know, the burning wood, the smell, the flavors. That was like wow. But when I showed up to this restaurant and this guy had like a professional smoker, yeah, I was like I wanted to learn as much as I could. Yeah. What's the most interesting um, meat or actually meal that you uh, smoked in the smoker? You know, I'm I'm not a um, I don't I, I don't really eat a lot of like kind of like to me weird stuff like I, I just <laughs> yeah, like the basics too. like yeah. I, but I'll I'll smoke anything I'll I smoke in in the book that we're going to talk about um, I smoke cheese so we do like cedar planked camembert cheese with uh, with uh, prosciutto wrapped grilled peaches and that's a great segue. Uh, talk about the cooking awards. You're not just a uh, you know a sauce. King no, of all sauces, no. you do cooking. Uh, tell us about some of the most, because there's so many, I'm not going to read. But uh, tell us about the most significant awards you won for cooking. For cooking, um, I would say if you ask me what's one award right. that you would, you wouldn't one, think. Because like, <laughs> It's all barbecue, right? Right. Um, this, this past year, we went down to, um, we went down to uh, Lewis, Delaware for Coast Day. And as part of Coast Day, they have a crab cake cook-off. Oh, wow. So I'm proud to say that the best crab cake in Delaware is now in New Jersey. How about that? So we went that down. phenomenal. We went down and competed in their crab cake cook-off, took first place. Um, some really great crab uh, crab cake cooks. So that was like one of the ones that I was really excited to win because I we spent a lot of time in Delaware. I have accounts there with my sauces. It's like, you know... Uh, I just love being there, going on vacation. Yeah, I love one. And the seafood is terrific. And that's the segue. So we spent a quarter of the show talking about your amazing sauces and rubs. Uh, www.bbqbuddha.com. You can get them anytime you want, uh, right online. Now, let we just talked about your cooking. Segue in the book. Tell us all about the book, Ray. Uh, well, uh, this book is amazing. The photos are phenomenal. I mean, I, I love those photos. Go ahead. Uh, well, on April 14th, my debut cookbook will be out, uh, Page Street Publishing. Um, it's called Award-Winning Barbecue Sauces. What else would it be called? Right, Award-Winning exactly. Barbecue Sauces and How to Use Them. Uh, the book features 10 different sauces that have helped me win awards including my most awarded sauce, the Memphis Mop sauce recipes in there, my Kansas City recipes in there, and then eight other sauces that have helped me win uh, cooking awards, um, and then five different ways to use to use each sauce to incorporate uh, the sauces into your daily life, whether it's as a vinaigrette into a salad, some really unique ways uh, besides just glazing right. a piece of meat on the grill. And I'll tell you what... Uh you have a guy right here who has won many awards for both sauces and cooking, and now he's giving that great information into a cookbook that they can get, which I think is phenomenal. I, I would kind of want to know like, how, like what the process was of making the book. Like, Did someone come to you? Did you just say, I wanted to make a book? And, and... I've wanted to make a book <clears throat> since I could read, right. basically. like I love to read. A, a hot Friday night or Saturday night, out with my wife is Barnes and Noble, uh, yeah. you know, but just because I love to, you know, we get a book and go to the cafe, um, and, and it's always cookbooks for me. Um, mm. Nine out of ten times, it's cookbooks, and um, 
you know, I want I always wanted to be a published author. So last year I was working on some recipes. I I let me back up. So I uh, I'm a contributor to the National uh, Barbecue News magazine. Hmm. I've been doing that since 2017. So it's coming up on th- 3 years next month actually. Um very fortunate to, you know, talk to them and to be able to do that and to get my name out there. It was it's a good way to you know, to get known a little bit and to share what I know. Um, so I always have recipes kind of in the can, stuff that I'm working on. Last year we did a barbecue expo in uh, Atlantic City, and I was selling sauces and seasonings. And a friend of mine happens to be a world champion uh, barbecue guy who is a best-selling author. And I said, hey, how are you? And he's like, hey, pretty good. How are you? And I'm like, oh, you know, pretty good. And we got to talking about, you know, what are you working on? And I said, well, I'm kind of working on this book idea. So he said, well, who's your publisher? And I said, um, well, I really don't have a publisher, but I'm trying to get the ideas together. So in passing, he said, oh, I should introduce you to my publisher. So I'm like, oh, that would be great. And uh, a few weeks later, um, you know, I was on an, uh, uh, like an email chain with them introducing myself and they said okay ray what's your big idea and i was like oh my god what's what's my big idea what do i say (laughs) like i'm talking to like a live person publisher like this isn't like you send me money right (laughs) Right. as far as i've gotten so far in the book writing process so i'm like well and and i had you know kind of you know i'm gonna write this book and it's um and it's called enlighten your fire and it's like about you know how to barbecue and they were like, okay, why don't we get on a phone call next month? And I'm like, wow, I got a month to sweat this out. <laughs> so a month goes by, the time comes for them to call me, and they're like a couple minutes late. I'm like, they're not going to call. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ring, the phone rings. So I'm like, oh, my God, here they are. You know. And I tell them my great big idea, and they're like, yeah, no. Not so much. <laughs> that happened to me, too. They're Go like, ahead. not so much, but you know what? You are the sauce guy. You win all these awards for your sauces. Yeah you really should think about writing a sauce book. And then it went from there, and it just was like, wow, they're so right. Like, they, you know what? These guys, this is what they do. They they know what they're doing. Like, they know the process. They know what's going to sell. And, uh, and I was, my baseline was I want to inspire other people to make great barbecues, so I was all for it, you know. And, uh, P.S., I wanted to write a book. But <laughs> there was still hurdles, you know, we want to see you know, your table of contents. We want to see what recipes you have in mind. We want to see some writing, you know, so it was, you know, um, it was definitely a process, but then at the end of it, when we went to contract, they were like, the book is going to be this many recipes. Uh, by the way, PS Ken Goodman's going to be your photographer. Uh, I almost uh, fell out of my chair. I'm I'm blown away by the photos. Ken Goodman. If you don't know who (laughs) Ken Goodman is, I mean, like he is a rock star photographer. He's an A-list photographer. He's photographed, Everyone from like Snoop Dogg, Martha oh, wow. Stewart, Jane's Addiction, uh, the James Beard Foundation, Jacques Pepin. I mean, everybody. And me. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so I knew his work. And he did, all, he did like Tuffy Stone's barbecue book. He did Praise the Lard. He did, you know, my friend's barbecue books. I mean, he's done. And, and he's a world-class um, photographer and chef. He was a chef for 20 years. So I knew that the pictures were going to be right. Right. And we did all real real cooking. There was no food styling in the sense of, like, we didn't paint anything with motor oil to give it color. So, you know, a friend of mine, my friend Tim came over, uh, my other buddy Glenn, and we 
like you know he the one guy brought his smoker and we cooked everything from scratch wow I'm I'm currently flipping through your uh, your book right now, and I'm just looking at the photos themselves, and everything looks so juicy Amazing. and you know just it, which is hard to do, especially with barbecue, because with barbecue it's all about timing. You know, we talked about uh, Mike Strauss and his great barbecue restaurant in Philly. He makes everything fresh every day. Yeah, he's not holding it, so that's why it's so great. That's that's so in doing this book. It was the timing thing. You had to really, you know, at the right time, it had to be, the picture had to be done. You only had a short window. And I can tell everyone, when you get this book, those photos are fantastic. So now, would you say those are equal to or greater than the photos in your book, sir? (laughs) 10,000 times better. (laughs) I, I get... The only negative email my book has ever gotten is because my crappy photos. Oh, you have a book? You might want to mention <laughs> no, that, no, sir. No, no. <laughs> uh, I, right. Good. I was going to say, I also want to say that I, I like the fact that you're sectioning it off. Yeah. Um, you have different barbecue sauces in your book, uh, but then you play off of each one, it looks like. Well, and, and in my introduction, I even go on to say, like, these are the recipes that I chose for these sauces. Because I think that they work really great with these recipes. But feel free to mix and match. I mean, like, just because there's, you know, a certain uh, rib with this sauce, you can definitely use the Memphis or the Kansas City on the St. Louis ribs. You don't have to use the cherry bourbon. Yeah. And I was going to, that's a good segue, too, because you also have the cherry bourbon that's going to be coming out. Um, you have a whole entire section of, of the cherry bourbon barbecue sauce and how to make it. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, um, what you would recommend, you know, in, in your book playing with the, the recipes? Well, the, the bourbon is got like a smoky caramel type of, of flavor to it, and it's a clean spirit. So everything at, with barbecue Buddha and what I try to do is um, keep it clean. <coughs> Because it's it, it, there's no caramel color added to it. That's why I wanted to use bourbon. I mean, granted, it's got a great taste. You know, <laughs> I will not deny that. <laughs> I won't deny that. It does have a great, yeah, a great taste. But it pairs great with pork. It, it goes great, you know, uh, with um, with even chicken. You know, and with my honey sauce, with the honey barbecue sauce, we say yeah, you might even be inclined to do a shot of it. Um, kind of like the uh, the North Carolina sauce. You know, I use the North Carolina sauce in the book uh, to as a base for uh, a Bloody Mary. Mm. So there's a lot of different ways you can use each sauce. Like I said, whether it's as a... Of course, you're going to want to use it as a glaze, but to incorporate it into your uh, various meals, like uh, using it as a salad dressing, using it to make an aioli, using it to make a, uh, a hollandaise sauce. Mm. So there's a lot of different ways that you can use it. I, I want people to incorporate barbecue into every meal. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. I've never actually done a hollandaise sauce with a barbecue sauce, you know. So it, how would you go about, like, deciding to do that? Um, when I go to Delaware, one of my favorite places to go is Serendipity Restaurant. Okay. And they make this amazing seafood omelet. And it has this hollandaise sauce that has like a like a old bay to it, right? And I'm like, you know, 
a barbecue hollandaise would be great. So I go home and I'm like, you know, fooling around with like making, trying different versions of it. And um, I, it ended up being that my favorite version was with the Memphis barbecue sauce incorporated into the hollandaise. <coughs> and I serve it over Texas toast and pulled pork and a poached egg, but you can definitely use, and I even say in the book, you can use whatever barbecue you have on hand, but really great with the pulled pork. Jim Hassan, uh, as a chef, uh, what are you looking for when you go to cookbooks, and uh, what what are you looking for? Something different? Or are you looking definitely for looking for something different? I can always, I mean, because you can cook most things. Yeah, if if I'm going to the, like, I I actually have not seen a cookbook just about you know the sauces, so right. that's why this is very interesting to me. Absolutely. But yeah, I always look for something different. I always try to, I always trying to expand, you know, what I can do and what I, you know, and see. that's what Ray's giving you right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. That's you know, what, as somebody who. Like I said, I love cookbooks. So one of the things that you'll notice is this lay flat design. Okay. Right. So that's a feature to this book. That if I made my deadlines, we would have this. <laughs> that we would have this uh, feature. So when you're cooking from my book, it actually stays open can, yeah, without open. having to, you know, prop uh, it up. Prop or... it up, and you know, whenever you're doing that and using someone's cookbook, which I do every, whenever I use a cookbook, the first time through, I do their recipe exact, and then I'll tinker with it or whatever. Right. I'll use it as a blueprint. Which is what I want people to do. I want people to actually cook from the book. So this lay flat design is really cool. Um, so you can put it on your countertop and you can do yeah. your work and it lays flat. But That's fantastic. When you talk about giving people something different, I've seen other books, not just barbecue, but uh, where if it's like a celebrity book, sometimes the information can be kind of limiting. Yeah. Whereas with this, I wanted to give people more than one reason for each recipe to get something out of it. So I want people to use uh, the recipe to get out of one recipe, say they'll get a delicious uh, rub to season it. They'll get a great brine to keep it juicy. They'll get the sauce to, to finish it. So there's three different reasons why you would want to make this recipe without it being overly complicated. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people out there are curious about, you know, stepping their game up in the barbecue game. You know what I mean? Summertime's coming. Your yeah. book is being released April 15th, right? April 14th. April 14th. Well, you're going to have your barbecues rolling by that time. Uh, this will be a perfect way, and I love the flat design. Because if I'm out on the deck, I got my uh, barbecue grill. I got a little thing right there. You can lay it down. It's flat. You don't have to worry about it flopping yeah. around. It's like our buddies say from the Just Scrubbing podcast. Yeah. Every year around this time, maybe another month or so, they start talking about we're tired of you guys offering your trash ass barbecues, <laughs> and they always recommend ways that people pick up their game. Absolutely. Well, uh, this is a great way, uh, you know, not to bite off their bit, so to speak, but this is a great way for someone to, to, to up their game a little bit. And I'll be honest with you, I'm fortunate to have been invited to a lot of backyard barbecues. Unfortunately, I went. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Unfortunately, why you... for your chair. <laughs> I know. Um, the. the and, and yeah, I mean, everybody can always use a little, you know, everybody's always learning, even right. He said Absolutely. He's, he's always got something going. He's always got something working. So, you know, when you go to those barbecues where they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been doing this sauce for, you know, 22 years. Pay about attention. that. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but you make a great point. We're into the barbecue season. Your book oh, is yeah. going to come All- out right Oh yeah, you know. So I, I reject that there's no such that there's right. never a barbecue. Right, right, right. That's right. Every, every, every <laughs> friend that was January grilling. through December. I have, I have I've a been in a park in January and that heat. Yeah. but I, I'll tell you right now, this is the time of year to have a book like this. 
Yeah. Uh, you don't want to have a 4th of July barbecue and come out weak when you're inviting 50, 60 people. Exactly. This will step your game up. Yeah. This is a great Father's Day gift, too. Yeah. Father's <laughs> Day is outstanding. Get ahead of yourself. Or today. Mother's Day. Or Mother's Day. Right. It's available for pre-order anywhere books are sold. So, oh, so I can go to my Barnes & Noble. Absolutely. And pre-order this book? At Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Uh, Amazon, Amazon. I've popped Target, the link out a few times book there. Book Depository. Well, today's um, March 29th, because we're going to yep. release it on March 29th. So I would recommend they go right to uh, Barnes & Noble and order. Yeah, anywhere that books are sold. That's Award-winning barbecue sauces and how to use them. Wow, that's fantastic. Is the name of the, the book. But getting back to what you said about how you know we're constantly learning, I believe that. You can never learn enough, especially with food. I've learned from everyone in the restaurant business, from the dishwasher to the chef. Yep. And you know, I like I'm still trying to learn. I took a, uh, a class with Bob Tridnack, the barbecue guru, a number of years ago. I ended up taking another class, a master competition class with uh, Tuffy Stone in uh, in his place in Virginia. His Cool Smoke barbecue class. You can never learn enough. There's always a, a trick or tip that somebody else has. There's a reason they call him the professor. Well, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's a, you know because they always make fun of me because I've worked a lot of jobs and and uh, things like that. But I, I take jobs based on like new things that I can learn. And I a few years ago I was going to get a job at a, for charcuterie and. Uh, during the interview, the guy mentioned the word charcuterie, and I said, thank you for saying that, because I wasn't sure how to pronounce that. <laughs> and then two years later, I was the, the, the plant manager, oh, and wow. uh, making charcuterie. So, like, uh, yeah, I take jobs based on what I can learn. You know, Is that French for Polkots? Delicatestin. And the book is called Award-Winning Barbecue Sauces and How to Use Them. You have the website, Selling Barbecue Sauce. And now you have the book, and perfect timing. April 14th is the best time to get it. Pre-order it today, March 29th. We're releasing the show. Uh, good. And they can follow. I was gonna say, and they can follow us. We'll be periodically. Oh yeah, we'll be. Uh, we'll, we'll be shooting the link out there for you people that are maybe a little too lazy. I'll put the link out on Twitter. All you have to do is hit the button, follow. Actually, the just give us your credit card number, and we'll buy it for you and have it sent to your house. <laughs> Among some other things, man. Yeah, you send me, in your credit card. send me seventy nine ninety five. I'll come over to Ray's house and pick up a book for you. Well, let's dive into the food in the book. Uh, okay. Talk about some of the great uh, recipes you have in the book. I'm just—I got to be honest with you—I'm just blown away by the photos. I mean, this guy knows what he's doing. That those photos are beautiful. Well, he we got a world class photographer. Yeah, too. amazing, amazing. Ray, let's get in, uh, dig deep sure. into what kind of food are you? You know, what's your and we're sorry because Kevin actually licked pages. Good, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, originally, they said to me like, "What you know? What do you think for a cover?" We just want to know like what your idea is, and we'll we're gonna you know bounce it around and see. And I was like, I don't know, like if we're thinking ribs, and I had a couple ideas, but the cherry bourbon really stood out. The brilliant color of the cherries stands out because uh, it it's just so. And it's naturally red like that. It looks almost like, um, like a beet, like a beet red kind of, right. you know. And it, it's like, it just looks so like I want to dive into them right on the cover. Um, and fortunately, we've been able to do, you know, uh, the pictures. A lot of my favorite ones, like the, the pork Benedict with the barbecue hollandaise. That's one of my favorites. Um, I love the the smoky cheesy meatloaf. 
Uh, I really like that. I'm a, I'm a big meatloaf guy coming from like a diner background originally. And that's and that's exactly yeah. how it came about. It was like I want it like stacked like for the picture like mm-hmm. in a diner. Like the only thing missing is the frizzled onions on top. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, I, w- I want to point out that it just so happens to coincide that I'm flipping through the book and the the recipes that oh, you're actually mentioning. <laughs> I'm like co like. I just for whatever reason finding those particular recipes maybe you know John when you were flipping through you also were like ooh that looks good <laughs> yeah there was I'll tell you the kinds of things that I was super I mean the recipes are great and the pictures are great things I were looking for is people and I think most people they think of barbecue sauce and they think of some kind of weird spicy ketchup or something again you know they're buying this stuff from the supermarket in a bottle you know what I mean I don't think they realize some of the barbecue sauces that I really enjoy last couple of years are um, Alabama white barbecue sauce and people don't even know um, a lot of times it exists it is absolutely delicious Um, and mustard based sauces People will look at it. I've been to a few barbecue places here in Jersey. They just started kind of messing around with mustard-based sauces a little bit. And I got to tell you, for the person who said, oh, you know what, I'm tired of that you know, little packet of barbecue sauce I get with my chicken fingers. First of all, stop eating chicken fingers unless you're seven. <laughs> I really like, I really like <laughs> your spicy seven. ketchup you got there. Right? And, you know, and second of all, you know, a book like this helps you expand your horizons a little bit. It lets you see what's out there. Not every barbecue sauce is the same. Mm-hmm. They're really not. Even if they look similar in a bottle. Yeah. And also, I, I hate to tell people this, but, man, if that barbecue sauce is in a plastic bottle, general <laughs> rule of thumb, and I got this from Glenn Gross, who, um, he t- that barbecue sauce, Fat Jack's barbecue, if that barbecue sauce is in a plastic bottle, think twice. Now, if you're at a barbecue joint and they're putting it in one of those grease bottles, that's a different story. Then you know it's going to be good. Then you know it's going to be good. I'm talking about, you know, the Mega Mart brand, uh, you know, sugar ketchup mix that they put out there. Mm, No. I mean, again, just no. I also judge them by, and they had it here, he had it here, Ray had it here, um, if, if a barbecue place has a whole roll of of um, paper towels on the oh, table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's going to be They good. know that you need, you know, like a tarp. Especially if they see someone my size come in, they're like, oh, let me put the drop cloth around the table because they know it's Throw just, a tarp down. It, it's supposed to be messy. It's supposed to be... Barbecue, in a lot of ways, harkens back to, like, that old style of cooking. Literally, this joke has been made before, but it's true. That sort of caveman ideal where you're just kind of sitting around a fire, you know, like, heating the meat and then eating it. I mean, most people eat barbecue by hand. Barbecue's just a primal... It really really is, and you should be enjoying it that way. If you're eating your barbecue with a knife and fork, stop doing that. Pick up the rib and eat it. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And embrace it for what it is. It's a relatively simple food dialed way up. Absolutely. And this is the time of year to kick up your game. I mean, how many barbecue, I mean, Labor Day, all that. And uh, this is what you need to step up your game. So if you're hosting, especially I've been to Fourth of July barbecues where they did no research. <laughs> and the po- potato salad is always horrible. <laughs> And uh, Kevin's going to no barbecues this year. <laughs> <laughs> just got crossed off every list. Just crossed off every list. What are you most proud of? What recipe? Um, mo- there's tons. Of, how many there, are in there? A lot. There's 60 total recipes. Wow. Um, there's 10 sauces and then 50 
50 of the cooking recipes uh, besides that, like entrees. Oh, I think we need to circle back into appetizers. that. Appetizers. You can get 60, 10 sauce recipes if you're an ambitious and you want to try your own sauce. Oh, yeah. And then 50 recipes? Yeah, there's, and there's 50 recipes, everything from, like, um, you know, we're talking about the white barbecue sauce, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, we use it, you know, it, it's great to use it as a dressing, too. It's not just... It's not just for breakfast anymore. Wow. You know, uh, it's it's really great. Uh, I do it in a pasta salad. I do it in a coleslaw. It's, but the, my favorite way to have it is a classic way with smoked chicken. And have you guys ever bought a cookbook for a lot of money and it was like 10 recipes? Yeah. <laughs> there, there, have have been, there, there have been. In the future, someday we're going to do a cookbook show. Yeah, We've talked absolutely. about this before. And we're going to break down. I thought you were saying we were going to do a cookbook. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> not for me. We have a photographer that much. We're it's, good. The no, it's the no refrigerator cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a refrigerator. Okay. I he lives in one of these swinging bachelor yeah. pads where it's just like a giant yeah. round bed and there's no kitchen. I eat out every day, so I don't even own a fridge. Uh, but you're right. No, and I've gotten cookbooks before, and everyone, every foodie went through this phase of celebrity cookbooks. You wanted to support whoever it was. And I don't care. There's nothing wrong with it. And you got the cookbook and you got it home. And there was always that feeling of, mm, Maybe you know Rob what I mean? Lowe's wings aren't what I was Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just not what it was. Right. Or you get these cookbooks home and <laughs> they almost look note. like uh, the old catalogs. If you lived in a rural area like I did when I was a kid, you had a lot of catalogs come to the house. And that's generally how your folks ordered stuff. I've gotten cookbooks that really are catalogs. Yeah. They're all pictures yeah. and about 14 or 15 characters of text. And I'm like, I don't know how to make this. And that wasn't a joke. I was serious. There are. Oh, there are right. cookbooks like that. This is a cookbook that strikes a balance between, first of all, it's, it's a size I can use. I can fit it in a bag. I don't need this to be a Scoffier's tome right. of culinary <laughs> knowledge. You get, beach season is a big time for yeah. people buying books. You can drag yeah. this up to the beach. You can drag this camping to the mountains. And it's not going to be a hassle. And it's not a hassle. It sits in a bag. Um, it lays flat. You know, you throw it open and you're ready to go. Yeah, you lay and read I'm, it and it lays flat. I also want to mention the fact that it, you know, it also covers towards the end. I have it open to the coleslaw right now. But you have things in this cookbook where it's not just barbecue meats. Right. It's, you know, it has stuff that you can incorporate your barbecue sauces and rubs um, and, and recipes into other things like the the you know, barbecue coleslaw or, um, the next page I believe is, yeah, uh, barbecue pasta salad, nice. which not a lot of people have. So, or it's not an idea that somebody, you know, has come across before. I wanted, I wanted recipes that you could make today and then next summer be like, let me go back and get that, pull that book out. And, yep. and it's something that you can make every year and pass along to the next generation. So, you know, Yes, there is a brisket burn ends recipe in the book. Wow. And there's, you know, uh, a smoked chili, but stuff like that. Like like these side dishes, like this, uh, the potato salad is like a, a southern mustard-based potato salad loaded with bacon. Because, wow. you know what? Who doesn't love that? I love bacon, <laughs> bacon potato salad, right? Mm. But the mustard really sets it off. It gives it uh, a memorable taste, you know, uh, whereas... You know, I don't like to put bacon in things for the sake of just putting bacon. Absolutely. Although there are recipes in here that do have bacon in them, but it's how you tweak it. And so, like a pasta salad, that's classic. A potato salad, that's classic. But it's different 
because you're using a different base with with the dressing. It sounds like he's taking a shot at my bacon strawberry shortcake. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, I would never put strawberries in that. <laughs> well, we're here talking with Ray Sheehan, the founder, creator of the Barbecue Buddha. His award-winning barbecue sauces and how to use them is coming out uh, April 14th. You're April listening 14th. to the show March 29th. Go to your favorite bookstore, Barnes & Noble, etc., and you can pre-order the book, or you can get it on April 14th. I'll and throw out one quick tip yeah, really quick. Right. I don't want to forget this. I kind of forgot about yeah, sure. it. <coughs> um, talked a little bit about White Alabama Barbecue. Yeah, I can learn more. Um, I decided to use it in chicken salad. Our part of the country... Uh, you know, we have Wawa's locally. Wawa's known for supernaturally good chicken salad. Right. Keep in mind, it's a convenience store. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Um, whatever there, I become a chicken salad. Every year I take a food and it becomes like a hobby. I mess around with it, see what I can do with it. This year, somehow, unintentionally, it's become chicken salad. There's been a lot of chicken in my house. Um, I'm just starting to do different things with it. Instead of the usual mayo, mustard, whatever, uh, I decided to kind of take a run at white barbecue sauce um, and used it as the dressing in chicken salad. Nice. And I've got to tell you, if you're like, ah, chicken salad, that's boring. It's chicken and mayonnaise. I don't need that. No. Um, get Ray's book. Read the sauce recipe. Uh, roast off some chicken, and chances are, if you can't roast off some chicken, you're probably not <laughs> listening to this show or buying the cookbook, although you should. And um, it, it's really, really good. I'm actually embarrassed because I've never heard of white barbecue sauce. Oh, most don't be embarrassed. Well, seriously, it, yeah, a lot of people uh, haven't heard about no, it. No, okay. I haven't. Uh, it, 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 it is definitely a southern thing, but don't kid yourself. It is every bit as delicious as any other barbecue sauce oh, that's yeah. out there. It's it's uh, it's creamy, it's tangy, it's peppery, and it's it's really terrific. Uh, like like John said, like on chicken salad. And, and this is going to be an eye opener for people like me because I never even heard of it. So oh. this is something in his book that you can learn. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there looking to step their game up, step up a level. That right there would be worth it to me. Almost anything that you're going to use with mayonnaise, and um, I'll say like a potato salad. Leave that mayonnaise out, add that white barbecue sauce in, watch people's reactions. Um, one of the barbecue places here in New Jersey restaurants, uh, they uh, more than Q in Lambertville, they put white sauce out there. You know, they're a competition team, you know, they, they're well versed in all the different things. People had no idea what it was. People thought it was mayonnaise in a jar <laughs> and in a bottle, and they were like, Why would I put mayonnaise on my barbecue? So he actually the bottles to like barbecue or something to let people know it was right. another sauce and he said that was the type of thing I didn't expect it they've been in business for several years they do really well they've got a couple locations they try to stay on top of everything he said it never occurred to us that like our wider audience had no idea yeah that I you know so it. they do a version of like uh, disco fries or loaded fries whatever you want to call it and they use their um, they use their white Alabama barbecue sauce, and he's like, he said, uh, adding it to something sends it out the counter, off the counter almost immediately. And hmm. I'll tell you right now, how many times have you had potato salad in your life? Millions of times. This is something different that you can learn that to do with a book. This is fantastic. Uh, Amherst, uh, what was your favorite just recipe? Just looking through, flipping through. Um, 
I, I mean, the one with bourbon. I can't. Yes, I know. <laughs> Immediately, I was going to go to the one with the bourbon sauces because I'm like, I love bourbon. So you know, you add in anything with with bourbon and meats, and you know, you have me. <laughs> and talk about the You're pork belly bites because I can't stop looking at it. So in in, in the book, I do uh, a take on really right now what's really popular, like pork belly burnt ends. Yes. Are they really burnt ends? I don't know, but they're definitely one bites or two yeah, bites, you know. So, and they're super easy to cook, you know. But I created this uh, Asian barbecue sauce um, that pairs really well with this pork belly, and um, I won't give away the secret ingredient right, right, right now because right. you'd have to get the you book have for to that. get the book. But uh, we all add secret ingredients to our to our recipes for our barbecue sauce, right? Right. But the pork belly bites are just out of this world. Super easy to do. Um, you know, it doesn't take like a really long braise or anything. Uh, you could do them right on the grill and uh, just hit them with the glaze right at the end. For um, I was gonna say because it is starting to get warmer out. Um, you have a whole section that's based on a peach barbecue sauce. Yes, which I think for seasonally that's gonna probably be uh, a great ad for people who buy your book. So. I do have some fruit in some of the sauces, like the cherry bourbon and the peach. Um, but honestly, my the way I like to cook, the quickest way I can get to where I want to be with my food, with the best result, is is my uh, preferred method. So, the most consistent results that I've been able to achieve with the sauces, like the cherry bourbons, I use a cherry juice. You can use cherries but I like to use the cherry juice. I, I like the color. I like the ease. I don't have to, it's not a big cleanup. Same thing with the peaches. You know, uh, I give the equivalent of, if you, if you want to use fresh peaches, but I like to use peach preserves, you know what I mean, and, uh, as opposed to using the fresh. Uh, I would use the fresh in season, but if I want to make them in December, if I want to make this sauce in December, just because I like the sauce, I have a method to do that. And well, I mean, for the season that's coming up, it can, in the fact that the book is coming out. Oh yeah, perfect, right. Yeah, perfect for, timing. Per perfect for peach season. And, and they can and be the equivalent in there, it. yes. Yeah. Especially Jersey, Jersey, Jersey peaches. peaches yeah. I'm thinking we get that kind of peach season here, and that's maybe when you really want to take a run at this thing. I mean, the recipe in the book or whatever. Um, the, the best part about this is, is that and I'm certainly not telling you to, to just totally go crazy with this book, but if Ray puts something on a steak, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try it on a burger Absolutely. or a meatloaf or, and I'll catch static for saying this, a cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. um, there's no, you know what I mean? Most of these sauces that Ray's done are, you know, what we jokingly used to call mix and match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Generally speaking, what works with pork will work with beef within reason you know what I mean and I think if you read the book you read the recipes you see there's some room there um, one of the complaints I hear modern day cooks talk about bar uh, cookbooks is I like to get in the kitchen and have fun I just don't want to follow the recipe yeah. okay fine some people do some people don't but you should be using it as um, a guide like the cheesy smoked barbecue meatloaf yep. right I looked at it when I did it I took a, a run at this at my house, and when I did it, I did it in uh, in a, a muffin tin. 
Okay. And the bar, and they were like smaller, like individual, portions. yeah, like individual portions. And I did that because I, you know, I didn't, you know, it's just me and my wife at our house. We don't have a ton of people, so I don't see but the you point don't need of it. Yeah, I don't need a big thing, and so you know, messed around with small portions. It's delicious. It's oh. ab- it's absolutely delicious. And what I love is how many times have you had potatoes out? How many times have you had yeah. meatloaf? Ray is just kicking it up ten notches. Yeah, he you really know what I mean? is. So if you're looking to enliven your everyday routine, you get this book, and it, it shows you so many basic uh, stuff that we have had millions of times. You you kick it up a notch, basically, is what. Oh, this thank does. you. And Jim Hassan, chef. Not anymore after uh, reading this. Uh, chef, quit. Yeah, right. <laughs> chef de cuisine, Jim Hassan. What are your thoughts? We're down to our last five minutes. Go ahead. Give me your views. Yeah, I, I, like what I said earlier, uh, there's something very primal about uh, barbecue. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like most men and, and women, uh, they just like to go out and grill the meat. And then what do you do after that? And then right. this, this book is kind of like with the sauces. Taking it to the next taking it, Yeah, taking it to the, where it's supposed to be. And just so you know, Ray. Jim Hassan brought into the studio yesterday pork. What? No, it was uh, it was pork roll fries. Pork, pork roll, roll fries. fries. Yeah, it was interesting. Pork roll with, made uh, fries made of pork with the sauce too. I, I made like a mustard uh, chipotle. And that is kind of what you're doing here, right? Yeah. You're just kicking things up ten notches. These pork roll flies. Mustard chipotle. Let me write that down. Yeah. Mustard chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Next book. Next book. <laughs> wow, look sequel. at what his latest award was. <laughs> First place pork roll you fries. Copyright that. I'll be at the Trenton Pork Roll Festival <laughs> making fries. And what I love about this book too is you're covering every meat. Really, I mean, you have recipes. Most, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're getting fifty recipes, and I'm looking, and there's all different. Types. A lot of meats. Uh, you know, one of the things you said. What am I proud of? Um, I used to own a fish market, and one of the questions that I would constantly be asked was, "How do you cook it?" People have been cooking fish. I mean, I'm like, you know, you've been, a lot of jobs too. You've been yeah. cooking fish. <laughs> I've always in the food world, but yeah, like, are you uh, interested in being part of a podcast on a regular basis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, what won't I do? The number, Sorry, man. He brought the number. I've got to give a quick plug. Number, you know, <laughs> number 219 in the entire U.S. Ribs, but, but, so, so one of the questions was, you know, how do you cook it? And it's one of the easiest, most heart-healthy things to cook is fish. So in this book, I do a cedar plank salmon, which is like it couldn't get any easier. That's awesome. You put it on the plank, or you char the plank, you put it on the plank, throw it on the grill, slap some sauce on it, you know, sprinkle sesame seeds on it if you want, and dinner's ready in like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I mean... You gotta love it. And that's one of the things I wanted to mention, too, with you... Everything in here is accessible. I know maybe people hear, oh, you know, this guy's won, you know, 50, 11 awards. There's no way I can cook at that level. No, he's broken this this down, the instructions where, you Absolutely. know, if you're a hobbyist cook. if He's you're done ho- the hard work. He's already <laughs> done the hard work. Basically, you just have to click, order, and read. Yeah, that's for sure. You can definitely cook everything, uh, you know, in this book. Uh, if even if you don't have a smoker, you can do it on your Weber kettle or you know on your grill. Uh, it doesn't have to be a smoker necessarily because I do give instructions on how to set up your grill for two zone cooking, direct mm-hmm. direct cooking. Um, you don't. So as far as special equipment, you know you're going to want to have at least a grill. But and, and that's in the right. book you said. What you just yes, that, and you know you could 
be tricked, not tricked, but like, oh, this is just a book about sauces. Right. But like, there's so much more in that book. That, it's uh, deep. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like... This book it, is deep. It's, I mean, and I'm not just saying that. I set out to make it more than just about just sauce. And it's you know, not it's, regular stuff because I'm reading Atomic Buffalo Turd Stuffed with Sausage and Cheese. Let's explain that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's kind of like a jalapeno popper on You're steroids. taking it out of context. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Why would they know, barbecue I didn't, these I didn't guys? make up the name. Uh, I, I just refined the recipe. I just think that's brilliant. <laughs> All right, we're all going to go around the room. We're going to give our final thoughts for Ray. Amorous Pollock. Um, I will say that the sauces that we tried today were really good. I was literally pouring them onto the plate and just kind of eating them <laughs> alone on their own. So, uh, you know, if if you are looking to find a recipe for a sauce that is a great sauce, you can pick this book up and then it delves into how to use them. And I gotta be honest with you, that breakfast, I never heard of a breakfast fatty. Ray made it for us today. And that is also in the book. Yes, that is also in the book. Yeah. That is fantastic and it has eggs. And explain what. Uh, the one in the book, I, I think never I did peppers life, and onions so yeah. in it, but this is, it, you know, it's. Give me it's, that microphone then. <laughs> it's, it's basically, it's basically uh, a pound of sauces that yeah. is stuffed with items of your choosing. So for breakfast, I do scrambled eggs. I do like a, a four different type of cheddar cheese blend in there. Uh, roll it up, wrap Ooh. it with bacon. The whole nice. thing's wrapped in bacon. Nice. It's smoked. And then it's glazed. Kind of like my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's glazed with barbecue sauce. Um, incredible. I did the Kansas City for ours today. Yeah. But incredible. you could use, you know, just about any one. And everything's in the book. I didn't know you had the, uh, oh, man, that was delicious. <laughs> the breakfast fatty. Uh, and that, that's something there. you can set up the night before and then throw on the smoker first thing in the morning. And Jim Hassan, you appreciate this book because you know how to cook most things. Well, and this is well, yeah, what, what, I, what I was going to say is like it doesn't matter if you are a novice right. or if you think you know everything about barbecue. Don't you don't get the book will tell you a lot about uh, how to make your barbecue kick it up a notch, as you say. Speaking of someone who thinks they know everything about barbecue, <laughs> no, obviously I, I, I looked don't. right at. No. I know, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I've had a lot of fun at the grill. I've had a lot of fun attending shows. I've had a lot of fun uh, judging shows uh, later in life. Um, this is sort of a little bit of a subset of cooking. You know, people will use the term generally cookbook. And this is absolutely a cookbook in every sense of the word. But you read this and you begin to see the kind of subculture of the barbecue world. I can't you know wait what to I mean? see the movie version of this movie. Uh, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. I'm waiting to see. I can't wait to eat the movie version. Sorry, Brad Pitt is racing. I know what's coming next. Yeah. The, the, you talk about the subculture. That, that bacon fatty was something that Amazing. I had always heard of. Like, I'd be at a competition and people would be like, oh. Yeah, this I was at someone's house and they made this smoked stuffed sausage thing with wrapped in bacon and stuff like this and, and it's like um, almost like barbecue lore, you yeah. know. And then uh, these atomic buffalo tur- like so I wanted to take these recipes that I had heard about and then of course in the last few years I've made them and consumed quite a bit, but I wanted to, you know, give my version of it and I, like I said I want people to make that and we started this in sequence today. We told everybody that you won many awards for your sauces. BBQBUDDHA.com, Barbecue Buddha. Uh, we then went into your cooking championships. 
uh, and then we ended with the book. And the reason I'm saying that is because you can cook like a champion, really, with this book. And oh, it's yeah. giving you simplistic recipes uh, from a champion. i got to make sure everyone understands that. Uh, he's not just a guy who loves the barbecue. He's a champion. Some of, these, some of these chefs die with their recipes. And yes, yes. He's putting it out in the universe. And there's a lot of ego. You know, a lot of guys don't want to tell me. And I'll, I'll give an example. We did a uh, interview with a pizza guy, and he's got a very successful pizza business. He told me on the air, uh, no, I'm not going to give you the right. He said, hey, man, you're... Dough is really well, and we're thinking the old, you know. Yeah, he just says a little honey. He goes like, he goes like, whenever these people say they've got a secret ingredient, it's always like a little honey or nutmeg or something. There's nothing secret about it. And he said, he said, (laughs) he said live on the air, no, you're not that good. And I, you know, you expect someone to say, oh, yeah, there it is. And he said, no. So for you to be a barbecue champion and to write a book giving people, you know, tips and tricks on how to become. You know, step it up a notch. I wonder if there's a barbecue sauce guild like the magicians guild. <laughs> Come after him. I know they're all sitting there. They're like turning them. Right. They're turning over in their grave. They'll close the, the smoking lid. That's like the negative vote. They close they, the they lid. Snuff out his fire. They snuff out his fire. So the book is called Award-Winning Barbecue Sauces and How to Use Them: The Secret Ingredient to Next Level Smoking by Ray Sheehan. I will shoot that link out too on our various oh, social media pages, whatever. We'll shoot the links out. You can go to. But you know. this is the week of March 29th, so you Amherst guys... is very excitedly <laughs> showing me uh, the devil smoked eggs. deviled eggs with shredded pork. <laughs> but people can go right now to their favorite bookstore, Barnes & Noble, or wherever. Yep. And they can Amazon, pre-order the book. Barnes & Noble, Book Depository, yeah. Target, and then I mean, a- everywhere. April 14th, they can get it anywhere they want. But let me just say this. Yeah, uh, as we wrap closing, it up, close out. Um, yeah. You know, getting the opportunity to, getting the opportunity to write a book... And to be able to write a barbecue book, you know, when you talk about grilling, most people say, oh, I know how to grill. I don't need a book. But when it comes to smoking, it's a little bit different. People are like, oh, wow, time and temperature and this, you know, there's so many variables. One of the most humbling things about this process, and it is a process, it's a constant refinement. You know, you have copy editors looking over your stuff. You have the editor. You have uh, the photography. So there's so many late levels of refinement. But one of the things that's the most humbling is on the back of the book and, and in the front of the book, too. There's a list of people that have given me endorsements for the book. Oh, great. Right? So you have uh, barbecue hall of famers, restaurant people. You have publishers. You have uh, TV personalities. And I just want to say, you know, I'm very grateful that they took the time to write an endorsement for me and uh especially bill gillespie who you know introduced me to his publisher how about that and uh i mean he's a world champion so i'm very grateful for the opportunity and you know to be able to inspire other people uh with my recipes uh, it's very gratifying and i think everyone needs to understand that you are a champion so you're not getting tips from. I'm know, all right. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not getting tips but, from Dave. Right. He does all right. Let's get carried away. You know, but 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 they can step their game up because they're learning from a champ. Absolutely. So. And the book is called Award-Winning Barbecue Sauces and How to Use Them: The Secret Ingredient to Next Level Smoking by Ray Sheehan. I want everyone to go out right now. I want you to pre-order it, and then on April 14th you can get it. So right, right. That's right. Thank and. You. Uh, 
And I'll I tell you what else I want people to do. I want them to order the book. I want them to take it home. I want them to mess with it. And then I want it to, them to report back to us. Yeah. Let me know exactly what you did. Or, or invite us over. Or invite us <laughs> over. It's like dining well, on a Kevin's dining. in need of new barbecues. <laughs> you know, the backyard right. barbecue. Right. right. But dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Get in touch with us, and we can get in touch right away with Ray. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Oh, real quick, oh, Ray, where are you on social media? Yeah, I'm sorry. social media. Ray, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry Face, on on right. Facebook, you can uh, reach me at uh, facebook.com backslash award-winning barbecue sauce. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, humble. Uh, <laughs> on, well, you know, barbecues, like, you know, you got to, like, you got to no, let no, people I, know because everybody makes barbecue. You almost create, like, a character. We talked about this before. We use a lot of... Uh, uh, pro wrestling terminology on this show, but you do. You almost have to create a character to get right, over. Very true. Um, because you know every, everybody hears barbecue, and there's a thousand guys with a thousand smokers. That's right. You have to find something to sort of Stand you know out. get people's attention, so they try your food. Right. And and for me, uh, there is a, a a food blogger called the Barbecue Buddha that I have no affiliation with. So that's <laughs> why I refer to myself as Ray, the creator of Barbecue Buddha Absolutely. sauces and seasonings, uh, because. And he's even backed away from the moniker a little bit too, because he's you know doing more catering and stuff. But like you said, you have to put yourself out there yeah. and distinguish yourself. Um, I'm a food writer. I'm a chef. Uh, I'm a barbecue guy. I run my sauce and seasoning company, and that's you know my sauces and seasonings. That's really my bread and butter. You know, um, but you can also find me uh, on Instagram bbq underscore buddha b u d d h a. Um, and bbqbuddha.com. That is awesome. And go to your local food store and, and demand that these people yeah, that these they carry are amazing. Yeah, if seasonings. you go to a local uh, market, a local festival, a local event, and you don't see them there, ask them why. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure if I'm an event organizer and Ray gets a hold of me, um, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we can have this stuff out there for our next event. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, thank you, Ray, for joining us. Thank you for your hospitality. Brilliant, beautiful day. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me on. Breakfast. <laughs> Thank you for feeding my loafer friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell everyone we're going to have a new show every Sunday. So join us on Dining on a Dime. Have a great week. Stay hungry, everybody.